who knows what will happen, really. I just keep focusing pretty much on the present moment and trusting mm-hmm. <laughs> that like whatever is meant to happen is just going to unfold naturally in its own way. You are now tuned into Women Who Say Fuck. So welcome, Andrea, to the Women Who Say Fuck podcast. Thank you for joining us. You're a yogi, massage therapist, wellness enthusiast, single mother, world traveler, and a wicked badass. Do you want to introduce yourself, add anything? Yeah, so I am a personal trainer. I'm currently studying astrology with Deborah Silverman, level two, super exciting. And um, also studying an herbalism course with Rosemary Gladstar. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I own a CBD company. I've had that for like six years now. Soul Flowers Apothecary sells the CBD. And then what else do I do? Oh, I sell my- microdosing kits. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, thank you for that lovely introduction and for joining us. Um, so let's dive right in. Do you want to describe what what it was like growing up for you? Yeah, sure. So growing up, um, I was kind of like born into health and wellness. My mom opened her health club in Dennis in our hometown when I was three months old. So I like grew up running around the hallways of like the gym where there's classes being taught, personal trainers. Um, and yeah, I was super into sports. I have two older brothers, so it was like very athletic, very competitive. Grew up in like a lot of like um, masculine energy. Having two older brothers, there's a lot of like do this, do that, sports, and um, I kind of was like a little bit lost. Now looking back, um, but it was it was a great opportunity for me to like discover myself in that way mm. like who I wanted to be as a divi- as the divine feminine really because um, I had such like a strong basis of masculine men around me so yeah childhood was amazing I my parents are super supportive like since I was a young child kind of like whatever I wanted to do they were really supportive I was a little bit rebellious um, but my mom thankfully and dad steered me in the right direction so they I got certified in yoga when I was 17 years old, so in high school. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, through Yoga Fit. It was actually, the course was at my high school. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. That's awesome. And then, let's see, when I was 18, I went to uh, Santa Barbara City College. I was cheerleading there. Did that for almost a year. And then um, came home. My grandmother got sick. And my mom's like, I have some extra money for you. What do you want to do? And I hadn't even quite fallen in love with yoga. I just knew like something inside of me was like, go like get 200 hours certified for Mm. yoga. Uh, My brother's girlfriend at the time, whose name is also Andrea, (laughs) Andrea Oswalski, who's now married to Eric Clark. Oh, okay. Yeah, she works at Power Yoga. Mm. We both went and got certified in Costa Rica at the same time. So... I was there for my 21st birthday and that was that was life changing. That was like really when everything started to like 
unfold for me. I started to discover like chakras and that whole like realm of energy and spirituality and different types of religions. Um, so yeah, that was kind of where that all began. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious about like the the rebellious phase. Do you want to go there? Do you want to talk sure. about Sure. Yeah. I mean, I still have it, mm-hmm. which is like <laughs> so interesting. Mm-hmm. Now like studying astrology, um, I just actually have, I've had my birth chart read a few different times from different people. It's cool to like see what people pick up on. And the last one, he told me, Astro fell. He told me, he was like, you have this planet that is very rebellious. And so you like pull in this like rebellious energy. And I used to like judge it as like really bad, but it's actually can be like super explorative mm. and like going against what society or like our culture um, views as like the norm is like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to, for example, like, I get pregnant, oh, I get pregnant, let's get married and have a baby and let's buy a home and do this, like, normal thing that Americans do, where Mm -hmm. I was like, no, like, something inside me was like, no, that's not for you, like, shake it up a little bit, like, Mm -hmm. steer in the direction of, like, I have my um, north node as an Aquarius, so that's, like, very, like, not, it's more, like, moving into this, like, futuristic, like, and not going with the norm, so having, like, permission to be able to like explore that side of myself has been awesome and then it makes me feel yeah kind of like better about myself from when I was a child and being like rebellious oh my gosh I used to like steal my parents cars at night when Mm -hmm. I was 14 years old and go to parties (laughs) and not for like it just purely for like the social aspect I never Mm -hmm. really drank I mean I smoked weed but Mm -hmm. like that was the extent of it there was never really like drugs introduced at a young age for me, mm-hmm. which was kind of awesome. I feel lucky to have that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was like a pretty big social butterfly. But that was like pretty rebellious, stealing my parents' car. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like another super rebellious thing. When I was 16, I had a boyfriend. And, you know, like as a teenager, I would fight with my parents. And I was like, I'm moving out. Mm-hmm. And so I like went and moved into my girlfriend's house and like, her mom would drive me to work. I worked three jobs that summer. Wow. Yeah. And she was just so like, she loved me. You knew she like still every time I see her, Mrs. Jacola, mm-hmm. she's like the sweetest thing. But um, yeah, so I moved out and then my parents were like, you're coming back home. And I'm actually like, no, I'm loving my life. <laughs> so I got put on chins, like child in need of service, even though I'm like, wasn't like when I think of like bad child, like, mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm not bad. I'm just, like, exploring. You're just like, I'm actually just a full-blown adult at 16. I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah. So also, like, um, in my astrology course, that's funny because I have six planets in Capricorn, Mm -hmm. which is, like, hardcore responsibility. So Mm -hmm. one of the questions when she first met me, we're all sitting on the Zoom, and she was like, did you feel a lot of responsibility as a child? And I was like, yeah, I, like, actually felt like an adult. At times I would feel, like, older than my mom. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew, like... I just, like, had it together somehow. So, yeah. And now as I get older, I feel like I'm getting younger, like, more vibrant. Mm-hmm. So that's really been fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I totally relate to that, too. 
I used to like freak my my mom so that I would like freak her friends out because I would talk to them and they'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like <laughs> you're just like a like a like talking to another adult. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a kid, yeah, like a small child. When's your birthday? It's like June third. So are you Gemini? Gemini. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. Do you know what your moon and rising are? Yeah, my moon is Taurus and my rising is Leo. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good vibe. So you have like air, fire, and earth. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I never thought of that. I, I always feel very imbalanced, so I guess you're right. I do have, like, a... Yeah, it's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Mixed bag people do so, sort of feel imbalanced. Mm-hmm. But we can look at your chart sometime. Yeah, I would love that. That would be awesome. <laughs> what is yours? I am... Sun is in Capricorn, Moon is in Libra, mm-hmm. and my rising is in Taurus. Oh, nice. Yeah, so double Earth. So mm-hmm. super supportive of each other. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I have, like, no water in my chart. Ooh. Yeah, so sometimes I'm, like, it's, like, really hard for me to, like, cry sometimes. Mm-hmm. Other times it's really not, but, yeah. I can give you some tips, actually, in my course. Yeah. I'll send you some stuff. Yeah. To help, like, bring more water into your into your life. Yeah. Feel a little bit more balanced, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, was there a moment in your life that you would consider a rock bottom or, like, an event that shaped who you are today? Um, a specific event? Let's see. I don't ever feel like I've hit, like, a rock bottom, um, like, materialistically, where I've, like, lost everything. Definitely, like, emotionally, as a woman, as a woman, (laughs) I feel like every time I'm, like, PMSing and hitting rock bottom mm-hmm. in a way and like coming out like a new version of myself so I get like every month I get a new chance mm-hmm. um but yeah I have hit like some some pretty intense moments um after I had my daughter I was living in Costa Rica so I had a home birth with her wow in Costa Rica in oh, the wow. jungle with a butterfly garden on a full moon like <laughs> went into labor on Christmas night it was a four-hour labor like most intense experience of my life yeah it was so beautiful and um I stayed with my partner who was actually was my husband and we stayed together for a year and then once I separated him with him I was on my own like single mom my daughter was a year and like two months old when we split but for some reason I've always like, I try to think when you're asking me this question, like, rock bottom, I just have always had so much, um, like, trust and support in the universe that, like, everything's going to be okay, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. even my family have been, like, somehow, they're just so supportive of everything that I do that I, like, have never had, like, anxiety or been anxious around that, sort of, mm-hmm. like, for my own self, so... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, like, the uh, the mo- one of the more profound things that have happened in my life was, like, the birth of my daughter. Also, like, going to yoga school, going to massage school, and then just, like, really the thing that I cherish the most, I think, is, like, the relationships that I have with people that I meet. Um, having that, like, Libra moon, it's all about, like, relationships me so and bonding mm-hmm. so that's something that I like hold pretty sacred and close to my heart that's awesome yeah 
How would you describe your like trust for the universe? Mm, that's a really good question. How would I describe my trust for the universe? It feels like I have this team working with me in another dimension and they're just always like somehow soothing me. So like when something hits me, it's like I've got my I've got my team and like the universe has my back. I think there's a book with a title mm. with that name. It's like the universe has your back. But um yeah, just like always knowing that like even if it's a really bad situation, it had to happen and it may it like it may feel awful in the moment, but it's because like my life had to kind of fall apart so that I could build the pieces back in a in a more like supportive way for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm not even I like I didn't think of this. I feel like it's kind of just like an intuitive feeling that has been like downloaded in me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like this like supportive team, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Like you were born with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all born with it. Mm. Definitely. It just depends on like how tapped in you really are. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like there are times when you're not as connected to it? Or do you always feel it? I'm always pretty grounded in it. Yeah? Yeah. I think that um, a little bit of anxiety comes up if I'm not taking care of myself. Mm. So, like, I I don't have any um, addictions, but, like, I notice when I'm drinking coffee, I get super jittery Mm -hmm. and kind of, like, have this... Um, uncomfortable feeling in my body so that's like a sign to be like okay no like that's not serving me Mm. but I know that if I were to continue on that road things might start to like shift in my life Mm -hmm. because I'm not grounded you know what I mean yeah I have this like really strong relationship with my body that's like always giving me kind of signs in which direction to go whether Mm -hmm. it's like something that I'm eating or even just like a person that I'm around mm-hmm. like as I get older like especially this past like two years like if I come into contact with somebody and my body is just like telling me no you know like it's okay to meet this person but like it's a no mm-hmm. I'm just like again there comes back to the trust like I'm trusting this like thing mm-hmm. this intuition that's coming over me it's like okay like you're a human being and you're beautiful but like I'm not going to engage. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely relate to that. And it took me a while to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I would just feel like feel like that all the time on and off. And, like, it wasn't until, like, yoga and really, like, tapping in yeah. before I was like, oh, no, that happens every time I see this person or, like, every time I do that thing. And, yeah. like, obviously I'm still figuring it out because I'm, like, not super grounded all the time. But, I mean, not... No, not most. Most people aren't, but it's cool that you're you're like one of the most grounded people I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, so it's really cool. I'm like, what's your secret? <laughs> it's those six planets in Capricorn. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm just super grounded all the time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and it's such a gift too because you've definitely spread it to people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It makes a lot of sense, like, seeing what you do, like, being a yoga teacher and a massage therapist and, like, helping people on their journey. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I love what I do. It's like, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm so grateful to 
to have it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so a question came up in my head. Oh, do you want to talk about how, like, you met your, um, your daughter's father and, like, that whole journey? having her and leaving sure absolutely cool totally I would love to cool so prior to meeting um, my ex-husband I had been traveling a lot and um, landed back on the Cape not really happy about being back on the Cape Mm -hmm. Um, I had just come from Germany I spent seven months there um, bonding with a family and teaching the woman yoga 90 minutes every single day and they were super supportive of me I got to stay with them and they fed me and so coming home from being on like such a high to like coming into a low um I was staying at my parents house and they were like yeah you, like we need to have more money coming in so basically get find a roommate mm. so that's when I met um my daughter's father and we both had gone to the same high school. He's two years younger than me. And so we kind of like started exploring and we have a lot in common. So we would like go for tons of nature walks and like hit all the beaches on the Cape that we loved. And I was like, I want to go travel more. And he's like, okay, cool. Like I'm coming with you. Let's do it. And I would of course love a travel buddy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, six months later I got pregnant and it was like, I was ready. I was 25 years old, but I felt like, again, back to that responsibility. I was like, I'm an adult. Like, I'm ready for this. I was not in the party scene. Like, I was already living and working and, like, feeling stable Mm -hmm. in my life, super grounded. Mm -hmm. And so once I got pregnant, I was, like, so excited to be able to, like, have the experience of, like, birthing a child, having that relationship with a baby in my belly. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I want to have her in Costa Rica. I wanted to live there. Like, my dream, and it still stands, I want to have a retreat center of some sorts in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, okay, let's go to Costa Rica. Had you been there yet? Yeah, so I had gone to, my brothers had lived there. Mm -hmm. So I went to visit when I was like 16 years old. And then I went to yoga school when I was 21. And I went to massage school when I was Mm -hmm. 22. So now, three years later, 25, um, we went when I was seven months pregnant. We stayed in Samara, this small little town, dirt road. We bought bikes. We rode our bikes everywhere. Like, after Asana, my daughter was born. She was one month old, and I would wrap her on my chest and ride around the bike. Wow. Like, it was just, it was so, so beautiful. So we had stayed there um, for, like, four or five months, and... Yeah, my husband at the time was getting a little bit anxious. He was like, I don't want to be in, I don't want to be here anymore. And so I was like, okay, like I'm going to support my husband. Let's like, where do you want to go? And he was like, I want to go to New Zealand. So we came back to the Cape for like five months and then we left in New Zealand in September. Asana was like seven months old, maybe. We went to New Zealand and I had already lived in New Zealand. Mm. So, wow, how did I end up there the first time? Ah. My partner, when I was 22 years old, we, he wanted to become a naturopathic doctor. And so there was a school in New Zealand that he wanted to go to. And so I was like, okay, like let's go to New Zealand. And we lived at Kawai Pura Pura. It's mm-hmm. a retreat center in Albany, New Zealand, just above Auckland, like a 25-minute drive north. 
so we went there and um, kind of steering away from my, my daughter, but this is interesting. So we went there and we were living in the retreat center for like two weeks. And he was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like I'm leaving. And so I went to tell the owner and she offered me a job. Wow. She's like, she's like, I want you to be the yoga administrator. Like, can you teach classes and I'll give you a massage studio and you can like help me put on this festival with mm-hmm. my sister and all these people. So I ended up staying for like six months. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> it was a community of like 70 or 80 people. There's like five different kitchens and little kind of huts on 90 acres of land. They call it the bush. So a lot of New Zealanders, um, but then also like people from all over the world would come and woof. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't remember the exact, it's like somehow something like Worldwide Organization for Organic Farming. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's kind of where I met someone from Germany and that's how I landed in Germany for mm-hmm. those seven months. It was really cool just to see like, you meet somebody, you find a connection and then it takes you on to the next thing. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, once, Alex, Asana's father, was like, I want to go to New Zealand. I was like, yes, let's go to New Zealand. Like, it's so beautiful. The people are amazing. It kind of, like, it feels like you're set back in, like, the 70s, 80s, -hmm. where it's just, like, quaint, small towns, lots of farmer's markets, a lot of, like, earthy, crunchy granola people, which was, like, totally my vibe. So um, I had met a guy, an older gentleman named Eric, who lived in a converted house bus and I called him and I was like hey we're coming to New Zealand like I have a daughter we want to come and visit you so we got to stay at his property and I would cook him meals every day and clean his house and we got to stay in his house bus and he like had had he had built a house on his property and I would take care of his Airbnb and I was like so happy to be there and he introduced me to Rudolf Steiner have you heard of him no I haven't so he um He's a philosopher, maybe. He's studied anthropology. He has, like, tons of books and lectures and very, like, inspirational person in my life. And so Eric would, like, read us books at night from his lectures from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And he started um, the Waldorf School, which Asana has been to a few times. And actually, Amanda, who you interviewed, she's studied to be a Waldorf teacher. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. It's really beautiful way of um, teaching children. Yeah. Kind of like teaching them how to be creative within themselves instead of like this platform that we have right now in our society where you're like going to public school and it's just like sit down at a desk for eight hours and we're going to teach you all the things that you're supposed to learn as a human being. Teach you how to just like keep your head down and not ask questions. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, again, there's my rebellion. I'm like... Pfft. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm not putting my kid in public school. Like, we're going Waldorf full on. Mm-hmm. And um, in New Zealand, it's actually, like, a, an option in the public school system. Like, you can go to a Waldorf school. So I would meet all these, like, Waldorf children that just, like, had this, like, spark in their eye. You could feel that they were, like, more connected to their sense of self, um, which was, like, so inspiring for me coming from public school where I, like, hated it and would, like, daydream all the time. The teacher would be like, Andrea, what's um, the answer to that? And I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, super embarrassing. <laughs> but I made it through. So, yeah, we ended up going to New Zealand. We just, like, everywhere I go and travel, I just happen to, like, meet the right people who are, like, they hear your story, they're super supportive, you find that connection with them, and then they're like, 
here like share with us like come and stay at our land oh I have a friend that I think you would like and let's go meet them so we ended up in like this um so it's Asana Alex and I and we ended up in the woods way up north the north of New Zealand on like hundreds of acres of land living in a community with um, a family that were raw vegans Whoa. so we went like pretty extreme raw vegan while we were there very cleansing very mm. beautiful very like connected to nature we had a massive garden that we took care of for a friend mm. and one day he was like I don't want to be here anymore I just I want to go back to Cape Cod mm. and so I was like okay, let's go. Like, again, being super supportive of him, I had known, like, myself and who I was and, like, I was just falling in love with my daughter every day more and more and supporting her and nursing and taking care of her, just being the mother and the nurturer. And I was, like, trying to be super supportive and loving and nurturing to him and I, I cared about him. Like, I, when I'm, like, with somebody, whether you're, like, my friend or you're my lover... I have this, like, my heart is wide open to you and I want to, like, love you and support you and, like, watch you grow. And so he was like, I want to go home to the Cape. So we land back on the Cape in January and I could feel he was just, like, so disconnected. Mm -hmm. Not only from me, but, like, from himself. And I started, like, questioning, like, you know, he was only 24 at the time. And I, like, had this somehow wisdom where I was like he needs to to go off and like do his thing and he needs to take care of himself and he needs to figure out who he is and like I have the support that I need to take care of my daughter and myself and again that trust came in it was just like I'm being carried so I remember sitting in the car with him I'm like we had stopped being intimate Again, like super disconnected. And it was like, there was never any fighting between us because we were were like friends. We were good friends and I was so supportive of him and he was supportive of me, but um, he was just like, okay. I was like, like, what are you doing? Who are you? Like, who are you really? Like, wake up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Um." so he's like, I'm leaving. So he packed all his bags and it was a little back and forth for like two or three weeks where he was like, afraid to like detach from me Mm. which it can be scary like you have a family and you don't know like what is right and wrong at that young age right he just like thought that he was doing the right thing to like get married have a baby get married like Mm -hmm. do all the things that society is like pave the way for us to become bored boring yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and so yeah he actually went and traveled the world he traveled all over the United States I can't even remember where he traveled but he was like backpacking all over the place and I was like so I was so happy for him mm. and I was so happy and now it's been almost six years and we have a such a solid relationship oh that's awesome it's beautiful it's really awesome he lived in he ended up like living in an ashram he sat with a ton of plant medicine from like mushrooms to ayahuasca to frog medicine Mm. um so he's like had this beautiful um kind of like opening Mm. and awakening and now he lives in hawaii on five five acres of land and he's super connected to nature and he loves it so much and when i hear his voice on the phone i'm like i 
love you so much. And yeah, you can just tell. Wow. He's like so happy. Wow. So, yeah. That's really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah. And that probably wouldn't have happened if you didn't like let him go. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love like sharing that story. I don't ever cry about it, but. And I haven't told it in, like, full detail. So, like, when you're telling stories, you kind of, like, relive it in a certain way. Yeah. And you're like, wow, jump forward six years and, like, look at where we are. And my daughter's so, so happy. Mm-hmm. And they have a beautiful connection. And um, as he's, well, I'll call it, like, healed. Because, really, it took him this, like, took him, like, six years to, like, fully heal. And I can, like, tell in people's voice, like, kind of, like, where they're at with themselves in a way. Like... How much anxiety are you sitting with? How much fear are you sitting with? Like, how much trauma? You can hear it in people's voices. Mm. And his voice feels so good. All you have to do is, like, pick up the phone. You can tell. Mm. He's really clear and, like, really in touch. So I'm excited to see, like, what happens with him in his future. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. It's been, like, almost a year now since we've seen each other. Wow. So. That's awesome. Those bonds, they never go away. Yeah. <laughs> is it um is it difficult with like him and Asana being far away? Since he's pretty much traveled the whole time since we split up, she has grown up knowing that that's the way the relationship is. Mm-hmm. And she's so supportive. Like I have a lot of male friends um that are sort of like father figures to her and mm-hmm. then my father and Alex's parents live in the same town as us, so thankfully, like, Alex's dad is, like, so loving and kind to her that I don't ever feel like she feels that emptiness mm-hmm. or that, like, void of, like, oh, my dad's not around. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like, who knows what she's going to feel in her teens, Yeah, you know, when mm-hmm. she gets older. Mm-hmm. But I'm, again, just trusting, yeah. you know? Like, mm-hmm. and I love her extra hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think her seeing how I support him, and, like, I don't talk negative about him. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, there have been stressful times, but, like, when it comes down to it, like, she sees and she feels how I feel about him. Mm -hmm. And I know that she's, like, picking up on that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's super touching to, to me to watch you be, like, yeah, like, maybe she's going to be, maybe this is going to be difficult for her down the line, but, like, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, so, it's, like, making me tear up. Because, <laughs> like, grew up in a very, like, I'm going to stress out about what's for dinner tonight, you know? Just, like, everything was just, like, a how can I stress about this? And to just have that, like, ease, because it is going to be okay. Like, worrying about that isn't going to make it not happen. Right. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. I feel like we're all, um, we all have trauma. Mm-hmm. So it's just wrapped differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't help that. And I just like, I trust that she's like such a strong young girl now. And if I can provide her with the right tools for her to succeed in life and for her to like be able to take care of herself when that time comes that those wounds open up and she's like faces them Mm -hmm. and if I can have this like strong bond with her where she can be like mom I'm going through this 
Like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be that person for her that's like, I'm on your team and like, we're going to do this together. Yeah. So, and then it comes back to like me doing my own work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing this not only for myself, but like for my daughter and for her family and mm-hmm. for my mom. So, like, generally, generationally forward and backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you prioritize everything? How do I prioritize everything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, firstly, I prioritize myself. Mm-hmm. Um, energetically, which we already spoke about, like, who I surround myself with. Um, and then the foods that I eat and, like, taking care of myself. I think the most important thing for me is sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I think from there, as long as I know that I'm okay, like it kind of like ripples out to everything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm super organized though. Yeah. <laughs> and business comes very naturally to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to like, what, what's, um, so you like wake up in the morning. What is a day in the life of Andrea? Mm, that's a good question. So I'm, I'm sort of like changing it depending on like where I am since I travel so much Mm -hmm. um I'm always kind of like I wake up I usually have my tea sometimes I'm taking like a ton of herbs or from organic Olivia who I absolutely adore um sometimes I'm drinking mud water in Mm -hmm. the mornings or jasmine matcha or sometimes just regular tea from the apothecary that Amanda makes it just depends on like where I'm in my, in my cycle, what the season is like. Um, but yeah, I like to take my mornings slowly. Waking up in the morning and like going to work right away has never been a thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's like prioritizing myself because if I'm like working on people, um, they're picking up on my energy. So if I'm waking up and feeling rushed and anxiety, like I know that my clients are feeling that. Mm-hmm. So as I've gotten older and like super sensitive to myself and like how I'm vibrating, I know that like taking care of myself is the most important thing. So like um, sometimes I'm stretching, sometimes I'm like blasting music and dancing. It just depends on like what I need in that moment. Um, yeah, I've been like pretty strict doing routines of like gua shaing my face or doing fascia blasting on my body or sometimes I'm waking up having like a really long hot shower or taking a bath with like Epsom salt or herbs with candles. I mean, it all depends mm. on like what I need in that moment. Mm. But gently, I yeah. like to wake up gently. And then, yeah, by the middle of the day, I'm like ready to take on the world <laughs> whether it's like grocery shopping taking care of a sauna bringing her to the park or um like just diving right into work so yeah that's really cool and then in the evenings I yeah cooking and relaxing it's always the time always flies by with a child I feel like mm-hmm. we're always like getting into something or cleaning up a mess or having another dance party or playing Mancala or cards or um she still sleeps with me in bed so we kind of go to bed at like 8 30 nice latest nine but I do like to still like go out and have a good time even though I don't drink I think that like going out and being with friends whether we're like making music together or going to an ecstatic dance or 
um, like taking a weekend for myself and going to like a yoga festival. Um, I try and like prioritize that for myself as well. Mm-hmm. It's like making sure I'm still living and like feeling that like inner child be fulfilled in those ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like getting out. I love getting outside, especially like I find myself chasing the warm weather. That's why I tend to travel a lot. It's like the summers on the Cape are unforgettable. I never, I never, I, oh, I want to be here every single summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then in the winters, I get, like, this kind of low, like, don't want to move. And um, I notice, like, as I get older, it really affects my body and mm-hmm. my mental state of mind. So, like, doing herbs and mood boosters or, like, let's be happy tinctures. It doesn't mm-hmm. really, like, cut it for me. I want to be, like, in the sun, mm-hmm. surfing, swimming. So I find myself, like island hopping or like that's what always brought me to Costa Rica is like that warm jungle vibe where everything feels so like lush and alive Mm. but yeah that's awesome and I bet like Asana's very um she probably watches you take care of yourself and knows how to take care of herself because of it totally which like is even better for you because then you don't have to wake up and be like oh my god I need to do everything for you exactly you know do what I need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's so, so cool. like, I'm so proud of her when she does like the littlest things like brush her own hair. Mm-hmm. You know, like those simple things where you're like becoming a girl and mm-hmm. learning how to take care of yourself. Um, so I'm like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Like you did such a good job brushing your hair, like being able to brush your teeth on your own mm-hmm. and like remembering to do it every night. It's just... um yeah, she's really growing up. Actually, she's in California right now. Wow. So I have the week off. Oh, my god. So I'm doing lots of play. Yeah. Going camping tomorrow. Lots of dancing and singing and hanging out with friends and beach time. So she, she I called her. She's like, call me every morning and every night. I'm really going to miss you and I love you so much. Oh, how old is she? <laughs> Six and a half. Six and a half. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I called yesterday. It's Sunday yesterday. My whole entire family is out in California. I have two brothers. They have children. And she's like passing around the phone. Okay, who wants to talk to my mom? (laughs) Grandpa, say hi. (laughs) Uh, And just like being away from her and hearing her like really come into herself. Yeah. And um, it's like makes me so happy. Oh. Yeah. And she's like, I'm good, mom. I got it. I'm like, yes, I knew you would. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to miss cuddling you. And I just love you so, so, so much. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I love you too. But I think it's so important to like have a solid bond and foundation and then to like let her know it's okay to like go away from me for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I went for two weeks to Puerto Rico with my partner, Fernando. And I think it's because she was younger. She was just like, see you later, mom. Like, bye whatever and like didn't really talk to her pretty much the whole two weeks would just like call my mom and be like how is she and she'd be like she's great she didn't ask it for you oh wow <laughs> but um we were just away together pretty much alone the whole time we had some friends popping in and out for the past three months in Puerto Rico and for some reason like these past three months like really showed me like how important my relationship is with her and how like much of an influence I am on her and like just waking up every day and holding her and cuddling her and telling her how much I love her. And like every Friday night we would have girls night and I would take her and her friends 
and we would go to this restaurant that had live music and the girls would sing and dance and they would play in the pool and I was like yes this is it like I didn't my mom didn't do that for me when I was a kid like there was no slumber parties so like to be able to do that for her was like feeding my inner child of like yes like girls slumber parties like I bought them glitter and like these little like gems that we put on our face and they were just like lit up with joy. It was awesome. Aww, I was like, so yeah, sweet. I'm that cool mom. Yeah. <laughs> that's so sweet. that was really yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be, I want to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that answered that question. I was like, how do you balance self-care and motherhood? And mm. you're like, yeah, unless you have a different. No, kind of. Yeah. It's like it blends itself together somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really awesome. And, and she like so. I want to say more like a few more things. So like, um, I get her as like engaged as possible with like. So if I'm gua shaing my face, like I give her a gua sha mm-hmm. to gua sha her face, or like if I'm doing yoga, like she sets now, now, since she's so, like, used to it, she'll set up her yoga mat Mm -hmm. and, like, just play around and do yoga with me. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, if I'm giving a massage, she then, like, wants to start massaging. You know, sometimes I have to bring her to work if I'm, like, really tight single mom. Like, sometimes Mm -hmm. my parents or people are busy and my clients are okay with it and she'll come and she'll, like, massage the woman's feet and be so into it. So um, they really do learn by, like, example. It's, it's really beautiful. And, um, yeah, like, just wa- having her watch me take care of myself. And now that she's this age, like, her being able to take care of herself and me just watching how much it's affecting her is, is like, such a gift. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, like, the way to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I imagine it's probably different with, um, like, parents with boys. Yeah. Yeah. I was, mm-hmm. I never found out if I ha- was having a girl or a boy, mm-hmm. but we only had girls' names and I kept having reoccurring dreams that I was holding a little girl and I was looking in the mirror with her. We were like smiling Aww. and I was like, it's a girl. It's mm-hmm. definitely a girl. And now, fast forward to now, I'm like, I can't imagine what I would have done with a boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thank goodness. But now I want a boy. Yeah. I want that experience of like. What's it like raising a girl? What's it like raising a boy? Yeah. Mm. Do you think you'll have another kid? Yeah, I want to have two more. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. I used to want a really big family, but um, I definitely want another girl. Mm-hmm. Asan is always asking for a sister. Oh, that's cute. And I like already have the name picked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my great-great-grandmother. My grandmother was telling me a story about her mother, how she came over from Poland. And um, I'm like, what was her name? And she said, Aniela. Mm. And I was like, Aniela? Oh, my gosh. If I have a baby and it's a girl, her name is Aniela. Mm. So just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for all, all of that to happen, unfold. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's a cool name. Mm. Aniela. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, are you Pol you're Polish? Mm. Yeah. My mom's 100% Italian. Oh yeah. So I got that like the blood test, DNA. Oh cool. But um my grandmother's pretty much 100% Polish. Mm. So a lot of Polish, a lot of Italian, some Greek, um, a little bit of Scottish. Nice. Yeah. The mixed bag. Yeah, the yeah. mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pretty much everybody's. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So do you want to talk about like your business and where it's headed, what your goals are? You mentioned wanting to open up um, a retreat center in Costa Rica. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've kind of like played with a bunch of things, but um, since I was young, like I just have had this vision of a center for healing and wellness. Um, and as I get older and kind of get more in touch with different types of modalities, I'm starting to see like what really resonates with me. Um, and it may be different for everybody, but definitely plant medicine at the retreat center is like, I think a really big thing. Um, and energy work, I would love it, love that to be there. Um, I just have a feeling that like, it's going to be teachers or shamans or medicine women, medicine people from all over the world Mm -hmm. that are going to come and host ceremonies and workshops um, at this space that I keep envisioning. And I just, um, I love community and bringing people together. And I love supporting health and wellness for people. And just like eating really fresh, local, organic foods. Um, what else? Yoga, dancing. Anything that's like healing to the body, the spirit, the soul, all of that sort of stuff. That's cool. I want to come. Yeah, right? You're invited. <laughs> yeah. Um, but right now, so I've been practicing um, massage for 10 years now, which is like my main um, source of income. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's sort of, it came supernatural to me. Like I remember when I was in fourth grade, my best girlfriend, Caitlin Racine, would sleep over every Friday and Saturday night, and we would massage each other. Like, we would time each other. Wow. We would each give each other an hour massage. Wow. Yep. At night. And now, fast forward, she's a physical therapist, mm-hmm. and I'm a massage therapist, so that was really cool. It kind of was, like, always meant to be. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. But, um, Yeah. Who knows what will happen, really? I just keep focusing pretty much on the present moment and trusting mm-hmm. <laughs> that like whatever is meant to happen is just going to unfold naturally in its own way. So, But the dream still stands, Costa Rica Retreat Center. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. I think that's great to have like a, like a vision for, you know, a, a vague image of something that will happen. Yeah. I yeah. can tell that it will. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just like based on... Yeah. Like, you don't force anything to happen and things happen. Right. And that's, like, a prime example, I think, for people to see. Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing with the words, like, um, I call my power back to myself. Mm -hmm. So, like, just keep focusing on taking care of myself and, like, what are the things that I am in control of and taking care of those things. And then just, like, trusting that the ripple effect, like, the right people are going to come into my life at the right time, whether it's, like, this business thing or, um, because I don't think I'll do it on my own, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, partners, friendships, all of it. Just, like, if if I'm in alignment and a clear vessel to, like, channel in the right energy, then the people are just going to start coming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Yeah. (laughs) If you could pass on one bit of wisdom, what would it be? Oh, wow. 
So a quick funny story, mm-hmm. and this will lead into the wisdom. Um, I had come home from Puerto Rico. This was like two weeks ago now, and I was the day after I'd gotten home from this really long travel. Mercury was in retrograde. I got a layover in New York City with my daughter and my dog. Oh, wow. And I had, like, my surfboard and all of our luggage because I had just been there for three and a half months. And I just kept laughing to myself. I was like, yeah, this is funny. Like, the flight actually got canceled. And then it was a 48-hour, 48 hours later, the flight was, like, delayed 10 times. And so I was like, you know what? We're getting a taxi. We're going to the nearest um, car rental place. And we're driving home from New York City. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Yeah. It was delayed until seven. I was like, I'm not, I'm not waiting another four hours in the airport after six. Mm-hmm. So I was exhausted. Fast forward now. It's like the day after. I was like in zombie mode. And I went upstairs into my parents' house and like ate some leftover food and then started like, you know, going through their cabinets and saw some chocolate and started eating the chocolate. I'm like, I had four pieces and I was like, oh my gosh, this chocolate is amazing. Like, what is this? <laughs> So I turn it over, and it's THC chocolate, <laughs> aphrodisiac. So I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to be high and turned on right now. Like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be going to a cookout with all my friends. Like, what is, what hap- what's happening? So um, I got super high, and I usually, like, don't – I just take my CBD oil most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really like THC for my body. And so, like, at max, I would take 2.5 milligrams of THC, but it would be, like, with CBD. Mm-hmm. And I started freaking out and, like, and finding like out the label. It was 20 milligrams oh, of yeah. THC. Oh, I was yeah. high for, like, days. Mm-hmm. So I have my friend Charlie pick me up, and I'm like, I can't drive. I have my daughter in the back. I'm super high. <laughs> I have my hand. I'm like, I'm bringing my hand pan, and we're going to go to this, like, we're going to go to this barbecue. I need to go and see everybody. Mm-hmm. And it took us a little over two hours to get 15 minutes. (laughs) I kept having it. I was like, can you pull over? Like, can you bring me to the grass? Like, I need somewhere to lay down. Because um, it just... Had you slept at all? Had I slept? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yep. But not like restful sleep. Mm -hmm. Wait, when I was high or the day before? Like from the 48-hour layover? Yeah, I had one night's sleep. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's probably like eight hours. Yeah. And so I'm like, I need to lay down in the grass. And so he took me to, like, the Cape is so beautiful, and there's so many conservation land, like, areas. We were in Brewster on 6A. And he brings me to this, like, magical little meadow that's overlooking the marsh with, like, all of these flowers. And I'm like, oh, this is, like, they're, like, ancient ancestral beings here. Like, I'm, like, totally into other dimensions, and, like, I just felt this, like, Cape Cod, like maybe Native American ancestral people of the land. And it was like tripping me out because I could feel them so much. That's why it's like I wake up too much to like what's happening in other dimensions when I'm high that I like can't function in the world. Mm -hmm. So just like laying down on the grass, like trying to breathe in earth and ground. I was like, I have to pee. So I pull a sauna over and we start walking down. And I was so high, and I swear, this was, like, not me. I just, like, it felt like this download of somebody, and it was, like, Asana. I held her hand. I was, like, Asana, close your eyes. I was, like, I want you to listen to the birds, and I want you to feel the wind against your skin, 
and I want you to visualize this meadow. And when you're going through stressful times in your life, I want you to come back here and I want you to breathe this in and this is gonna be your place of like peace. And this is gonna bring you love because like life is just gonna go up and down for you. It's waves. You're gonna have highs and you're gonna have lows. And when you have those lows, you come here and you know that you are protected and you are safe. And one day mommy is not gonna be here, but know that like you can always come and visit me here. And like, <laughs> I was like, what just happened? And I like ran back to Charlie and I was like, Charlie, I can't be alone. <laughs> I was like, I'm not in my body. Like, I feel like I'm dying. I was like, my whole, I was like, I'm dead. My whole body, I just felt so separated and like just in another world. But um, thankfully he kept pulling me back down. <laughs> That's good. I couldn't even pee. I, I was like, can you just turn around? I'm going to pee squat right next to you in case I pass out. Um but like that's the wisdom. I was like, that's it. It's so simple. Like just presence, like being present in life and breathing and noticing like the subtle things in life and just like being grateful for the little things because I think it ripples out and then just like we attract more beautiful things to our lives. That's it. <laughs> that was amazing. Every time I giggle, I'm trying not to cry for the people who are listening. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at myself for... I like, feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hmm. So where can people find you? Mm. So right now, I'm on Instagram. It's Andrea Lori underscore wellness. And I am actually um, rebranding everything. I have a new company um, called Solua. It means sun and moon in Portuguese. Mm. And I'll have everything, all of my um, healing modalities. And if you want to schedule a session with me, whether it's like a Zoom call or you want to meet me in person, you can schedule appointments on the website. It'll be solua.com. S-O-L-U-A dot com. Yeah. And can you say fuck? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you so much, Alex. I'm so glad you shared your story. Thank you so much. Lovely. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. So fun. <laughs> you made it. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. If you'd like to help these stories inspire more people, feel free to rate and review us. If you'd like to get in touch, find us on Instagram at WWSF Podcast. Fuck yeah, and see you soon.